0: about self-development, fulfillment, and career growth so you can reach your true potential. Now your host, Pauline Francois. Hello everyone. Welcome back to the Incubate Her podcast, the place where we discuss business, career, self-development, so it can help you be fulfilled in your career and give you insights on what to do, what potentially not to do and how you can improve your success and your well-being in the workplace. I hope you are doing great. It's been wonderful here to have things reopen slowly and to have the weather that's also improving with beautiful blue skies. It makes such a difference in my mood and in everybody's mood, and it's been great given the past month that I've been very complicated for everyone. So, definitely on the cheer side, <laughs> very happy because today we're back for a very fun episode. So, I was brainstorming on things that I wanted to discuss about, and there's always a lot of topics that I like to dive into. However, today I want to do something a little bit more informal. And I am going to share with you my five unpolitically correct opinions on the enterprise world. So grab your headphones, grab a drink, and let's give it a go. So the first thing that drives me crazy in the enterprise is the constant excuse of perfectionism as an art of postponing and not doing something. I am someone who likes to do things well, but there is not always the time to do something well. Any work that you do will never be a hundred percent perfect. It's not possible because we're humans, and we're imperfect by definition, so you know, <laughs> let's not pretend that it could be perfect. You can work towards a very professional outcome. You can work towards qualitative work. There's no question about it. However, saying that you are not doing something because of perfectionism, I just don't believe in it. It's either it's not a priority for you or you're potentially buffering and postponing and procrastinating doing something that you are, for some reason, not comfortable doing or that you don't like doing. But that's part of your responsibilities. For me, that's another way to look at it, right? So that is my first unpolitically correct opinion about perfectionism. Another thing that I would like to talk about (laughs) that I think is pretty funny is the busy posture. You'll have colleagues, for some reason, they're always busy. They can't help you because they're busy, they can't respond to emails because they're busy, they couldn't give you their presentation on time because they're busy, it's on and on and on, and most of the people that I find do that are not people that are super high in the hierarchy. Not saying that if you're not high in the hierarchy, you cannot be busy. But, you know, VPs or SVPs, when they're busy, you know that there's, there's something behind it. Like they're tangibly stuck on an airplane and can't actually respond at all. For example, those people who adopt the busy posture are actually not busy. They're just disorganized and they're just not focused most of the time. I will give you an example. I had this colleague who was always busy. And like, it was almost as he was acting the part. <laughs> like, he was not running down the hallways, but pretty close, always rushing from one meeting room to the other. That's pre-COVID, right? Um, and he always had the excuse of being busy for not doing something or being late at something. and. When it comes to that, of course, we're all busy to some extent, right? But it is your responsibility to prioritize and to know at a certain point in time what must be done and what is important and what is critical to your business and to your peers. Otherwise, you appear as someone who doesn't know how to manage their deadlines and their time. And... The fact to say I am busy, it's almost to me as an excuse for not doing something and making it somewhat acceptable that you didn't do it because you're too busy. The third opinion I have is the myth of having it all or doing it all. There's this stance that it is possible to do everything, to be a business woman, a businessman, to be a parent, to be successful at sports, to be able to drive charities and all that jazz. For me, that's just not true. It is not true simply because we're only given the same amount of time on this planet and on each day, and it's not possible unless you don't do things well to do everything. So, That's a myth in that it's not possible to have it all. You have to choose your battles. And you're maybe going to have two or three things that are really important to you. That could be your family, that could be your work, and then that could be a sport or something. But there's no way you're going to be able to do pottery and running and going to Uh, travels all the time, and driving your career, and taking care of your kids, and having a balanced relationship, and all that. And the fourth point is it drives me crazy when some people suggest that nowadays there are the same opportunities for men and women alike in the business world. It is simply not true. I can tell you by experience and I have been working in tech for more than 10 years, it is very rare that women are in management positions still. It is very rare that women, when they have kids or where they're trying to have kids, are not penalized after that simply because of getting raises, getting promotions, because of biases colleagues or clients will have on what their role is supposed to be as a parent. Most of the time, I have seen very few women in manager role, first line manager, that is. So, when I started in tech, there were pretty much no women in management positions, taking aside the marketing roles or the HR roles. And as things started to change, as there was more initiatives and awareness on diversity and equality, I've seen more women join leadership positions, however, it's still exceptional. Most of the time when I am in meetings, I am the only woman in the meeting still, and most of the time, the women who become first-line managers is usually at positions that men would not have taken. So, they will get the sort of leftover promotions that don't look as good from a men's standpoint. So, that is probably going to make a lot of people cringe. But in my experience, that's what I've seen in the business and in the companies I've worked at. Do correct me if I'm wrong. And I would love for you to share your opinion on that. And the fifth unpolitically correct opinion that I have is. Human resources. I was talking about this with a dear friend a couple of weeks ago, and it's kind of crazy. As a student, when I was doing my master's degree, I used to see human resources as a place that was going to help me navigate my career, the critical points in terms of evolving in the company, in terms of having access to learning and in terms of also managing my personal life as I was growing. And then I graduated (laughs) and I joined the real world. And let me tell you, it is completely different from what I was taught at university. For me, human resources are just driving KPIs and telling you to open tickets. <laughs> and I am being very blunt about it because I felt very disappointed and discouraged at times because I didn't feel like I had any support from the enterprise when I needed it and I didn't know where to seek it. And the problem is if you are in a company where within your team and within your direct management you don't have support or they don't know and it's not their role per se in that they're not educated in human resources matters then you're basically by yourself maybe it's only in tech maybe it's only american companies and i will give you that i have only worked in american companies but but the friend i was discussing this with doesn't work in the tech industry at all, and she had the same experience as me. These are my five unpolitically correct opinions on the enterprise world. Do let me know what would be yours if you picked. I would be super curious for you to enrich this conversation and share with me Things that you think are not politically correct to say, but that are so true and that you were able to see and experience in your own job. I hope this was fun. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of the Incubator Podcast. By the way, episode 30, it is a milestone. I will celebrate for sure. Do celebrate with me and give me five stars on Apple Podcast and a little comment. It means a lot and it helps this podcast be more known and potentially help other people. Thank you so much for spending some of your time with me. I appreciate you being a listener and I will talk to you next week. Bye. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Comment on this episode on the IncubateHer.net. For more tips and content, visit the paulinefrancois.net site. Don't forget to subscribe, share, and review. I appreciate your support so much, and I'll talk to you soon.